This is Unstuck, the podcast, where we jump in and talk about the sticky stuff. So join me on this sticky road of healing, happiness, and authenticity. I'm your host, Madison Sullivan. Now let's get unstuck. Hopefully the next episode, because this episode will be a two-parter, Anyways, the next episode, I hope I will have an actual microphone to record on. I don't know if the audio is a little whack, but if it is, always feel free to let me know. This is just what we're at today. (laughs) Besides that, hello, you guys. I'm always so excited to be chatting with you and just having these conversations with you. I love you all so much. And I hope you all are having an amazing day, an amazing week, an amazing hour whenever you're listening to this. I hope you feel great. And I am very excited for this episode. I felt the spark and I just knew that I had to before it went away and before I put it off. So here we are. I'm honestly pretty proud of myself for following these sparks and just writing down the ideas of the episodes that I have and just taking action on that passion. I really hope you guys enjoyed the last episode. I saw some of you guys posted on your story and some of you guys messaged me and just told me all about it and your experience listening to it. And I do want to say I truly, truly am so grateful just for that feedback and for all that love and energy. So Always, if something spoke out to you in an episode or you just enjoyed it, always feel free to message me on Instagram or if you know me in person, just let me know. I always love to hear it and have those conversations. I just saw some angel numbers as a confirmation. We love it. We love to see it. Aside from all of that, personally, I've been doing pretty great. The weather where I live is popping off and... It's just filling me with so much joy, and I could not be happier. I've been going on my hot girl walks, listening to all the podcasts, just really feeling into that lucky girl energy that I talked about last episode, and honestly, my mindset and just how I'm carrying myself has brought me the most peace over the last whatever week or so that I've talked to you guys. So yeah, my birthday's coming up. I'm planning to go visit a friend out of state, which I'm so excited for because we only see each other probably twice a year now um, since she moved away during COVID. So it's always great to see her. Always great to celebrate with just the people you love. So that's just a little life update for me right now. I don't want to get too mumbly because this is going to be such a great episode, and I'm so excited for it. Today, we are getting stuck in 16 lessons for 16 years. And this is going to be a two-parter episode, because when I was thinking it all out, it would be a lengthy episode if I, like, even just touched on each topic briefly, since there are, like, 16 topics And I want to kind of like elaborate just a little bit on each one and kind of give each one space. So we're going to break this into a two-parter episode. So definitely stay tuned and let's get sticky. So the idea of this episode just came through as a download a couple of days ago, just sort of as a reflection 
when I was thinking about my birthday and turning 16 and just the year that I've had. And it's something that I want to continue for the rest of my life. But yeah, that was kind of my download and idea for this episode. And I'm just so excited to start with it this year because truly, truly, this year has been just so wild and I've learned so much and I've grown so much and it's been the year that I've truly turned into a person that I've always admired and never thought that I would be. So let's actually jump in and get sticky in this episode leading with that. Let's do it. I'm so excited. Number one, Self-love is the gateway to peace. By this, I just mean that once you embrace self-love and truly everything that love is, there's so many components that go into love. And once you truly embrace and embody all of those things, I think it unlocks peace within yourself within how you view the world and view others. And that's just so magical. Something I noted was, it's you and only you. You can't rely on others to save or satisfy you. And that connects to self-love because it just touches on that portion of everything that love is. Once we come to understand that we only have ourselves in this lifetime, it kind of forces us into self-love. And it's just so amazing once you can truly understand that and embody it. And as much as we do need others in so many senses to survive and in humanity, it always comes back to ourselves because we are always only going to have ourselves. Number two. These are going to go quick, guys. I'm like trying to just touch on these briefly because it's going to turn into a long episode if I don't. <laughs> so, number two, humanity. Over this year, I've learned about humanity and how we are all human. We are not separate. We are not individual we are all one. And whether you take that as like a spiritual kind of term or in a compassion sort of setting or literally just in like humanity and human term, we are all human. And for me, it has allowed me to embrace others with so much compassion and so much beauty and so much love rather than judgment and annoyance it truly has like unlocked so much for me and allowed me to make connections a lot simpler and a lot more easily so yeah just that truth that we're all human we all deserve all of the same love and all of the same kindness and connection number three Do yoga, meditate, do breath work. So this is what I was sort of talking about earlier about it doesn't always have to be 
big lessons that I'm writing down for these like learnings over the past year. Yoga and meditation has been just in my daily practice and rituals over this last year. And so for me, that's sort of mundane and not something super elaborate. But for others, yoga and meditation, and especially for me before I got into these practices, it seemed wild. It seemed woo-woo. It was like a sort of stereotype that you think of when you think of yoga and meditation. And that's what I thought before this year and before turning to these practices. But once I did them, gave them a shot, broke that stereotype and became it, whether like whatever thought I had around it, it's truly just taught me so much about my body and my mind. It's just something I always turn to, not as an escape, but actually the opposite, to come back home, to come back home into my body in a mindful and physical way. And then for meditation to come into my mind, whether it's with judgment or without judgment, because at the end of the class, at the end of the session, I always feel better about myself in some way, whether I released what I wanted to or not. I've connected to myself in a way that I had it to prior. And breathwork is the same sort of thing. I kind of just incorporated all of these into one because for me, they connect. But yeah, just these practices have truly, truly saved me. And I do them daily. I cherish them. I value them. I put so much of my heart and soul into them. And I just had to put it on here. It's been one of the best blessings and discoveries that I found. Number four, there's a higher power, there's a higher source, and it's beautiful. The connection is beautiful. So something I learned over this year was that there's a universe, that there's angels, and this is just my take on my sort of spirituality. Before this, I had heard the terms universe. I had heard the terms of angel numbers, and I grew up um, kind of in a town that was sort of religious. Um, I was definitely surrounded by people who participated in churches, um, whether that be Christianity or Catholic. So I had heard of like more religions, but this year I've tapped into higher powers and turned to my connection of the universe and dived into it and explored it. What does it mean? And also like, what does it mean for me? And this connection, just like yoga and meditation, it sort of connects into those as well for me personally. It's just connected me deeper into myself through also connecting to the world around me, nature, and other people, and my soul, and so just discovering that higher power all around me has been so transformational, 
And again, it's one of those things that's just like, I don't know who I would be without this sort of belief and having it be a part of me. So that's just been really cool to discover that and explore it. Yeah, I just, I, like, I'm so happy just thinking about it because it truly is a part of life and everyone, I think, should have a connection to a higher power. And I talk about this in many of my episodes, whether it be a god, whether it be a religion or the universe, there's always a higher power. And understanding that and knowing that accesses us to so much. Number five. Another thing that I've learned this year, and probably one of the most difficult and hard things that I've learned this year, is annoyances and triggers will always be there it's in how you choose to respond to them that determines its influence and impact over you and for me this has shown up with how I respond to how other people act whether that be like their behaviors or what they say whether it triggers something in me from my past or whether it's just like tapping your pencil or clicking your pen annoyances and triggers will always be there and it also has showed up like in my mindset um and just trauma as well triggers and just being annoyed at like my thoughts uh when an intrusive thought comes up they will always be there until I don't give them a place to be there And that's what I mean by it's in how you choose to respond to them determines its influence over you. Because I've learned that when I can meet it with um, like a person tapping their pencil or just kind of one of those annoying behaviors, like kind of pet peeve-ish things, just turning to humanity and compassion, like okay, they are doing that mindlessly. It's not like they're doing it to annoy me specifically. Or if somebody said or did something triggering, um, like to me personally, like something traumatic in that sort of sense, um, having that understanding that, again, they probably didn't cautiously, consciously know that I went through X, Y, and Z, and that's why I feel triggered. Um, And just, they're their own person, they have their own thought processes, and then for my own mental blocks and triggers and annoyances, it's also turning towards compassion and humanity as well. Understanding that I'm human and I've gone through some difficult things, and using compassion and being like, okay, you're human, these thoughts are just thoughts, and we're going to work through them, we're going to do therapy, we're going to talk it out, um, and just different healing and supporting modalities, because getting annoyed and getting triggered and staying in that sort of mindset and just vibe isn't going to serve anybody, it heavily relates to my last episode it's not going to serve me personally and I've just learned that really accepting them 
has just really helped me to just manage them and be at peace a lot better. Okay, I think this is number six. Judgment is always a reflection of self. Don't take it personally. Take it with compassion and vice versa. There is an emphasis on vice versa because another thing that I've learned is that I can be a judgy, judgy girl sometimes. It's human nature to judge. Um, And so, yeah, I just wanted to emphasize on that as well. So, I was always taught growing up that judgment is a reflection of self. And this year, I've truly embodied that and seen it for myself. And it's just helped me understand people a lot better and understand myself a lot better the judgment that somebody gives you whether it be a snarky look a snarky comment um on what you're wearing on what you're doing on what you're saying especially in the terms of like authenticity if you're living your best bad b-girl lifestyle and somebody's judging you for it and just you know giving that like icky kind of vibe I've learned that it's always a reflection of themselves they don't feel great about themselves and I've just my reaction and how I've gone through that is just understanding that they're not feeling so great about themselves. There's something in their life that is depleting them from feeling that level of satisfaction that you're strutting around with. And not feeling sad for them, but again, using that compassion, not feeling judged by them for it because that's exactly the type of reaction that that person is looking for when they're giving you that judgment. But unapologetically, keep being yourself, keep doing what you're doing, and just using that compassion to know that they're not happy about themselves. They're not happy about their life, and they're unhappy that you're happy. And that's not your issue to worry about. And I don't know if that's, like, completely compassion, but just sort of that understanding that they're unhappy because you're happy. And that doesn't mean that you have to be unhappy to make them satisfied and then also vice versa i've caught myself many times being judgmental towards others and it's always gone back to what i just said it's because i was unhappy about myself um when judgment often shows up in my life it's when i see others happy and i'm not happy within myself And it's completely different if I am happy within myself because I have a completely different mindset. But if I'm unhappy with myself and insecure and all of those sorts of emotions and feelings, I'm going to judge others for embodying what I wish to have. If I'm insecure insecure with how I'm feeling and I'm like, I'm not happy, I'm going to be mad that somebody else is happy and I can't feel that way. Number seven, if you want it, eat it. If you want to say it, say it. If you want to buy it, buy it. If you want to do it, girl, go ahead and freaking do it. 
all of these things kind of just came up in one for me. And just in the last year, allowing myself to do and buy and say and eat all the things, um, kind of following that sort of intuition in me has led me to connect with myself and honor myself in a lot of different ways. Allowing myself to eat what I want to eat without any restriction um, to what I think I should be eating or what anybody else has to say, any diet cultural expectations and standards, just eating what I freaking want to eat at any point, at any time, no matter what. Um, if I want to say something, if I, whether it's like something really hard that I want to say and express to somebody or giving somebody a compliment, having a hard conversation, any of those things, if something is calling to me, I've given myself permission to do those things. Um, and also like buy it. If I want to buy just a silly little thing at an antique store, um, whether I think I quote unquote need it and like putting up air marks, whether I think I need it or not, if it makes me happy, I'm going to do it. And that's sort of what I mean by this number seven is if it's making me happy, if something is calling for me to do it, if it's in my intuition, if I want it, I'm going to do it because it's making me happy. It's fulfilling me. And in all reality, nobody's freaking stopping me except myself, except my own limitations. And all these things have just allowed me so much happiness and trust within myself. Uh, we're at number eight and I just looked at my notes again and it's probably one of my favorite freaking ones because it intertwines with so many of the other lessons and notes that I have written down. Number eight, surround yourself with people who inspire your highest being. Oh my lord, has this changed my life over this past year tremendously because before this year I had been surrounded most of my life and most of like my maturing growing up years um like leading up to 15 surrounded with people who kind of not that they shaped me into the person that I didn't totally want to be and didn't feel in total alignment with but kind of shaped myself into who I was surrounded with, if that makes any sense. I was never really surrounded with groups of people who inspired my authentic self and allowed me to truly flourish and live in what I love to do and just truly authentically be me. I grew up with groups of people who were all the same, all fitting under the same standards. And since I was in that sort of group and environment of people, that's how I lived my life, was being everybody else and not being my own person. And 
throughout this year as I've found my true soul and my true being and who I am. I've cleared out all of those people. I've made no room for them. And to be completely honest, I've give some of them chances just because I've grown into such a completely different person and I have all these different tools of again like compassion and humanity and so kind of giving a rechance on my old life and some of those same same people and in almost all senses I've decided to put up the boundary of disconnecting because through that retrial, I've learned that it hasn't made me feel like I can authentically be myself without that judgment, without that expectation of who I should be in their eyes. And that's not who I want to be surrounded with. That's not the environment that I want to be surrounded in. And in this past year, I've disconnected from all of those relationships and connections that haven't served my highest good and I've found these such beautiful people and connections and relationships in my life that have encouraged me to keep being myself that admire me for who I am and like what I truly love to do and I think that that is such a gift finding people that are attracted to who you truly are to your true soul and something to hold on to forever. And like in that, I've just learned that if somebody doesn't like you for like who you authentically are, that's okay. It It's nothing on you. Again, the judgment is internal on their part. But just having those connections with people who uplift you and surrounding yourself with those people it just creates such a high vibration and a high frequency instead of one that makes you feel ashamed about yourself and makes you overthink kind of your actions and what you're doing and putting the beliefs in your mind of like, oh, should I be doing what this person is doing? Rather than when you're surrounding with, rather than when you're surrounding yourself with people who love you for who you are, encourage you to not be better, but like, break through your limitations and break through your doubts it's inspiring it's inspiring rather than that sort of jealousy and judgment because when you surround yourself with these like-minded people in a very positive and uplifting sense it's inspiring to see your friend to see a family member to see your partner accomplish something carry a trait that you wish to have and being immersed in that sort of community and environment it encourages you to do and be all those things I hope that makes sense um just a very like inspiring environment rather than sort of a depressing and one that you think that you should be fitting into Okay, that last one just felt so great. And I think I can go on and on forever about all of these. I just had a spark while I was recording this episode to kind of make each of these its own individual episodes because I think I can elaborate on 
much of these a lot more. So if you want to hear about anyone in particular, definitely let me know. It's something I'm very interested in now. I will see and hear from you guys very, very soon for part two. And I just want to thank you so, so much for listening to this, for taking care of yourself and your mental health, and also for supporting me. I deeply, deeply appreciate it, and I deeply, deeply appreciate you and all of your being. You are so inherently loved, always and forever. If you enjoyed this episode or have anything to ask or share with me, my Instagram links will always be down below. And I love you all so much. I'll see you soon. Bye.